Hello and welcome back to Locked On Socks. My name is Herb Lawrence. Ecknerwall23 is the way you can follow me on Twitter. Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tannehill. And our show is at Locked On Socks on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Go there and subscribe. 312-566-8727. 312-566-8727 is the way you can reach us via voicemail. Or LockedOnSocks at gmail.com is the way you can leave me an email. And I'm saying me, I'm just speaking in singular tones because usually I would toss it to Chris Tannehill right here, but he is on assignment today. He just stuck with me yelling at you about Craig Kimbrell. God damn right, Craig Kimbrell is a Chicago White Sox. Sorry, Tegna, for swearing. He's a Chicago White Sox. Can you believe that Rick Hahn, Kenny Williams, and Jerry Reinsdorf allowed this to happen? This is so excellent. This is the only thing that we've been asking for as White Sox fans. We've been asking that they do something to put us in the position to win a World Series. And God damn it, Rick Hahn pulled it off. As a guy that is a Rick Hahn detractor from time to time, a guy that has criticized him, called him Teflon Rick. I should have been calling him, damn it, I saw this other day, B-Flow from the 108. He called him... Teflon Han. The whole time it was just right there for me. Teflon Han. What the fuck is wrong with me? Tegna, I'm sorry for swearing. Sorry. Goodness gracious. Can I can I just do my show? Thank you. Uh, Tegna's is all up in it. Whatever. But Teflon Han. I could have called him that the whole time. But yes, I've been very mean to that guy. And so when he does something like this that takes some courage, takes some skills, and he's a former lawyer, takes some skills to persuade his owner to take on the money that Liam Hendricks is owed and the money that Craig Kimbrell is owed. Redundant money for the same position. That takes a lot for any owner, much less Jerry Reinsdorf. So kudos to that man for allowing this to happen and Kenny Williams too kudos to you for your leadership sir you'll always be a hero to me 2005 World Series lives in my life forever best day of my life October 26 2005 100% so Kenny you're always good with me my man so Rick doing this deal had to be hard firstly the negotiation he had to do with his own owner to sign off on it and then secondly the negotiation with Jed Hoyer who had a lot of irons in the fire today. As you saw where he's trading Chris Bryant, he's trading Anthony Rizzo the day before, traded Javi Baez, traded, traded Jake Marisnik. A lot of players left for the Cubs today. And I'm sure he had no time to be wasted. He had a lot of deals to be made. And Rick had a short period of time. He had some probably some other people on the phone line. We saw that the Dodgers are trying to get into the sweepstakes for Craig Kimbrell. And so... He said he woke up this morning, didn't think that he had to make the tough decision to trade two of the guys that he's picked in the last couple of years. Fourth overall pick in 2018 was Nick Madrigal, a guy that they projected to be a great hitter, one of the best hitters in the game when he matures to his uh, full potential. And pretty much a plus fielder, nothing spectacular, second baseman's arm, all that good stuff, but to give him up. It's not admitting fault. It's not 
you know, saying you failed or he failed. Just saying that he's maybe not the guy that we thought he was going to be because that guy we would never trade for any player. And then giving up Cody Horror, who had such a great 2020, his rookie season, come out of nowhere doing well for himself. And some might say that that is because they didn't use video last year. He was a relative unknown where last year was his first year of having any major league experience. Same thing with Matt Foster. So people weren't getting the book on him and there wasn't any video in game that you can review. So it wasn't instant, you know, feedback. You had to use it before the game uh, to even get a, a sense of where he's coming from and how he's going to be throwing you. And so some might say that is an advantage he had last year and this year. It's just a correction of that. Be it as it may, giving him up was a really tough thing to do because I don't know if you guys have been listening since the beginning of this year. When the White Sox went and get Liam Hendricks, I was very ecstatic about the deal. But I was like, you know, they didn't need to get Liam Hendricks necessarily. They could have gone back and got Alex Colomay. Thank Jesus they didn't. Or they could have made either Matt Foster or Cordy Hoyer the closer. And I would have been smooth with it. I would have been fine with that if they wanted to spend their money elsewhere. But that's how much faith I had in Cody Hoyer. And he fell off the table a little bit this year, but looked like he was regaining some type of form. And it's going to be a, not a key cog, but a guy that is uh, returns to form of last year. Maybe he can pitch himself into a high leverage situation and an October situation. So that type of guy that was out there, very young, got a filthy uh, sinker on him, slingshot motion that is hard to pick up with all those levers moving. I um, I didn't think at the beginning of this day he was going to give up any major league talent. Willing, I was 100% willing, I didn't, but I didn't think he was 100% willing because that's really hard to draft these guys, develop them, see them come up to the major leagues and do well here and then say, ah, I got to give up on you, essentially, to get something I think is going to help us out right now. And for Rick to do that, to have those tough conversations with Jerry, to have that conversation with Jed and Jed's insisting that it has to be these two guys and understanding what I just explained. Jed's probably telling him, dude, I got five minutes. I got to trade Bryant. I got to trade Baez. I got to trade Mariznick. So you got to get this deal in. And my people I want, I got the Dodgers on the line. My people I want, we'll do a deal right now. Nick Magical, Cody Hoyer. That probably was hard as hell for him to do that. But it was the right move. It was the right move. Rickon felt that Craig Kimbrell gives them a better chance to win the 2021 championship than what Cody Horry would be because we're going to get nothing out of Nick Magical this year. He's hurt. And that's a calculated risk that I think won't burn you eventually. I think those guys are going to have good careers, and Cub fans are going to love those guys for years. Both have five years after this of control on themselves. Cub fans are going to fall in love with Nick Magical by the same reason that most of White Sox fans fall in love with him. He can hit. He puts bat to ball. Doesn't strike out much. Has a two-strike approach. And Cody Hoyer, he might be the future closer. He might be put in that role this year. Hell, they don't have anybody that's better than that bullpen right now. I would do it. But it had to be done. Craig Kimbrell is 
one of the best pitchers of all time. I'm going to state that again. Craig Kimbrell is the best, one of the best relief pitchers. I don't know if I said that right first time. He's one of the best relief pitchers of all time. If you're going by, I don't know what metric you want to go to by, ERA plus. I think the top guy is the top guy you think of when you think about relievers. The only guy to get a unanimous 100% vote for the Hall of Fame. Mario Novera, he's at the top of that list. The second person? Do you know who the second person is on that list? On ERA Plus? His name is Craig Kimbrough. Mario Novera's got a ERA Plus of 205 for his career. Craig Kimbrough has a 297. The next closest person is Billy Wagner. So yeah. He's pretty good. He is 37th all time if you go by B-War. 37th all time as relievers go. And he's pitching some of the best baseball, if not the best baseball, in his career. And Rick Hahn saw that and pulled the goddamn trigger. It just, <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember the other day, I was taught, you know, it was uh, Thursday. After the White Sox got Cesar Hernandez and Ryan Tapere, who's also a good pickup. Two guys that I told Rick Hahn, not personally, but on this program, that I wanted. Give me a right fielder. I mean, give me a, a relief pitcher. Give me a second baseman. And I asked, like, maybe a right fielder. But I knew that was third on priority. He went out and got us, those two guys. And then rumors were that A.J. Preller, Peter Seidler, and the San Diego Padres were out there trying to acquire Max Scherzer. And it looked like the deal was close. It looked like it was imminent. And so I tweeted out, man, at the end of the year, the San Diego Padres might not win the whole World Series. But damn if you will say that your general manager didn't put you in the best position possible. Damn if you will say that your owner, Peter Seidler and his group, didn't put you in the best position possible to win that championship because they were leaving no stone unturned. They wanted to win the ship and they were going to get out. They were going to get Max Scherzer out there. So when you're facing them, it's you Darvish, Max Scherzer, and then it's Blake Snell or Chris Paddock, Joe Musgrove, somebody real tough in that fourth game. Deal fell through. Dodgers eventually got Max Scherzer. But what I was saying is, I want those owners. I want that GM. I'm envious of those guys leaving no stone unturned when the championship has shown itself and you're in that window and you're close. And this is what Rick Hahn is now. He saw the championship is being close. He saw that they're not here that often. He saw that there's not a lot of history of multiple championships in the last 20 years. There's three franchises that have won multiple championships in the last 20 years. That's the St. Louis Cardinals, San Francisco Giants, and the Boston Red Sox. He saw the recent purging and 
on the conversation with Jed Hoyer, his team, the Cubs, was purging with the trade of Anthony Rizzo yesterday and all the trades they made today. He saw the champions of two years ago, the Washington Nationals, purging. Two years ago, they won the championships, and now they're getting rid of all their players. Max Scherzer, gone. Kyle Schwarber, gone. John Lester, gone. Trey Turner, gone. So he said, you know what? This is the opportunity. When it presents itself to you, you got to go after it because there might not be another one. Cubs know it more than most. They did it in their second year of actual contention. Went to the playoffs in 15. 2016, they paid a price. They went and get a bad guy. They made sure that their back of their bullpen was fortified. And that wasn't going to be a reason why they were going to lose the World Series. Say what you want about Araldis Chapman, but they went and got that guy. I wouldn't have got it. I wouldn't have liked it if the White Sox would have did that with a really bad guy who's uh, committing domestic violence of, um, acts, threatening his wife or shooting guns in the garages. That wouldn't have been me, but they did what they had to. That banner that flies forever. And he sees that and says, man, they probably thought they're going to win multiple championships in this thing. And going to three C LCSs, big-time accomplishment. That Cub thing, that's great. If the White Sox end up with that, I'll take it in a second. In these six years, we can go to the LCS three times, win the World Series once, go to the playoffs five or seven years, sign me up. I'll take it. Rick Hahn realized that door is open only for, or that window is only open for a short period of time. So there's no way I'm going to leave this to chance. And he got the job done. That man deserves his credit. He is just so great. He has proven a lot to me. This move means the White Sox are serious about a championship. We're that team that's serious about a championship. I don't know how you felt. But when that happened, something different in me hit. It was just like, we're that team. We're here. Like, I remember those 2017 games. I remember those 2010 games. And that's, you know, past this current rebuild. But I remember the pain of going through a long, long desert. And now we're at the Oasis. I should have said that like Liam Noel. We're at the Oasis. That's not a good English voice anyway. Whatever. I'm doing this all by myself, guys. Sorry. Free thought. And this is like one long thought. There was no period in there, guys. I know I paused a little bit. Just one sentence right there. Long runs, run on sentence. And a lot of tangents, too. But I digress. We have that team. Rick Hahn is that general manager. Jerry Reinsdorf is the owner we've wanted him to be for a long time. Allowing us to spend money on things. As Tanny said, keeping the powder dry until they can do a deal like this. Where you can assume money at the same position for two posi two players. A lot of money. We're there. Remember I said the other day, we live in that world where they intentionally walk Eloy Jimenez. We live in a world where our team is going for the goddamn championship in 2021. 
the uncertainty of the CBA. You don't know if we're going to have baseball next year. Contentious relationships like this Players Association, Major League Baseball, especially at this point where Rob Manfred's doing everything he can to piss off his players and their fans. Yeah, we're headed to that where we can't even decide if we want the new dumb Rob Manfred rules or we want to go back to uh, having regular extra innings. That's going to be a bone of contention. University of DH. All these things. I don't know if all these things went through Rick Hahn's head. All this calculation. He's a smart guy. He's got his Juris Doctorate from Harvard Law School. He's got a business degree, I believe, from Northwestern. The guy's a smart guy. He did those calculations probably shorter than I think you should be able to think that. Like, all the stuff I just talked about for about 15 plus minutes probably did that calculations in five and pulled the trigger. That's a... It takes nuts. And I don't mean to say that in some derogatory fashion as in um, misogynist fashion where, you know, ladies can't have nuts. Because they can. I just don't know the... I don't want to say courage because I think I said it earlier and I... Courage is a little bit different than this, but take some, you know, if you have a word that I can use there that's not as bad as nuts, please, after you listen to this, send it in. I hope I'll remember it. Just uh, write a Twitter to Ecknerwall23. I'm almost done with my rant, but we're that team now. We're that team that goes after the World Series. Tell me a team you'd rather have in the American League this year look around yeah Houston played us tough I think we're better in Houston especially when Luis Robert comes back that's Monty Grandal comes back yeah we're better in Houston the Yankees are trying everything third place team in the NL East will beat the hell out of the Yankees we would smash the Yankees Boston tough split with them out there in in Boston I think we're better in Boston. Now, the only team that I say not better than, Tampa's tough. And I know they're behind Boston as I speak right now, but they're a really tough team every year. Doesn't matter what they do. Always tough, always a team that you've got to worry about. And they deserve credit for how they run a system. Like I said, they gave up Blake Snell. They understand when to give up players. They usually don't come back and burn them that much <laughs> they're just just doing things right down there and so I think that team might be a little bit better than me or better than us not too worried though we get into a playoff I'll take our chances and if we lose that's nothing to hang your head about so yeah I Oakland no we're good Seattle same thing so yeah I think we match up with any team in the American League very favorably now because of this move, because of the Cesar Hernandez move, because of the Ryan Tapera move. And that clubhouse has to feel that too. They have to feel that their team, their owner, their general manager, their baseball operations president want them to win this championship. They're not caring about multiple championships down the road. They're caring about this championship right now, putting you, 
26 people, 26 men in the best position to win this championship. We're there. My name is Herb Lawrence. Thank you for listening to my 20-minute rant. Usually Chris Tannehill is here with me, and that's, I was going to say at the beginning of this uh, episode, it started off abruptly because I didn't know how to put in the open here. You know, White Sox, White Sox, go, go. And then you have Jim Tomey saying uh, Tanny and Herb. I have that, but, you know, I don't have the Adobe Edition that Chris has or the the kids have uh, when they did uh, the sit-in there. I barely have a computer, guys. I'm old and bad with technology. So the open wasn't in there. So I meant to tell you guys at the beginning, I just got started talking in, you know, 21 minutes later. This is the this is the end of it. This is kind of a free show, so you didn't hear any ads here. You, I mean, I was supposed to break for ads, but I didn't because this is not like a during-the-week show. So it's just an extra, not an emergency. Calm down with that emergency podcast talk. I know we like to use it, create some urgency in the in the fans, but the hyperbole's got to go, man. Let's go. Just call it extra. Something that is uh, apropos. Last minute. Breaking news. Emergency sounds. I like to use it for that one special thing, but I digress. This is Herb Lawrence. If you listen this far, I mean, you already know I'm rambling. So, damn, you appreciate you. This is Herb Lawrence. Chris Tanner is usually with me. Our show is called Locked on Socks. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or on YouTube. 312-566-8727 is the way you can leave a voice message and do it about this show. And say, hey, yeah, Herb, love you, but love Chris and Herb much more, which I do too. This is just me giving praise to my GM. God, now now he's my guy. Hey, when you do things like this, you don't become my guy and everybody's guy in a damn hurry. LockedOnSocks at gmail.com is the way you can send us an email. So thank you. That's Herb. Chris is gone. We're Locked on Socks.